Hey folks, before the episode gets started, I want to make mention that we had some issues naming this episode number-wise. We recorded this immediately after the first MAW episode. We're going to treat this as a bonus episode, so episode 6.5. But this went a little bit longer, and we thought, hey, we could just use a little break over the coming weeks. So this is actually episode 7, so just go in knowing that information. And with that, here is the episode. Welcome to the heartland of America, as the World Wrestling Federation presents the first ever King of the Ring extravaganza. Tonight, eight of the toughest superstars of the WWF will bang heads in a grueling single elimination tournament to determine once and for all who is the King of the Ring. Welcome to Talking Tourneys. I am one of your hosts, Sam Debashu, and with me, per usual, is Dan Rice. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Ready for some more MAW action. Ready for some more MAW action. We're going to be talking about the March 30th, 2002 MAW Heavyweight Championship Tournament from Wind Lake, Wisconsin. You heard us right. We have another MAW Heavyweight Championship Tournament to talk about. This is going to be a bit of a shorter episode this week. Hopefully, this will kind of just bite us some more time uh, until next one. Dan, we had to do this one because we had to because we both tried to watch it before we watched the correct one. Yes, and then we started. At least I started. And I was like, something's not right here. This is not the tournament that I originally saw the lineup for. What are we doing here? But we found, we figured it out. We're like, hey, we'll just do both of them, and then we'll be done with it. Then we can move on with our lives and never have to think about MAW potentially ever again. I don't Before think we start, happen. I'm going to give a little MAW recap. We had Punk win the last tournament. He's the champion. He goes on to the Harley Race-approved 60-minute uh, draw against Colt Cabana. Axel Rotten then beats CM Punk in five minutes. Oh, yeah. To be the, become the new champion, and that leads us to here. What Just a great journey! Stuff. Yeah, what a journey. The lineup on this tournament is going to be a little bit different, in the sense that this tournament includes a battle royal to a lot of the entrants. I did not catch the names of every single member of the battle royal, so I will not be saying them. Be crazy if you did, but. 
there's a battle royal to figure out entrant number four. But otherwise, it's Corporal Robinson, CM Punk, and Ian Ron. If you are listening to this show, I can't imagine you're not expecting spoilers. So the winner of the battle royal to really round out our field is Mean Mitch Page. What a lineup they have. It's it's great. It's um, mostly the same lineup as last time. But Mitch, mean Page, Mitch Page is the only new one. Mitch Page is the only new one. Which you could say, hey, upgrade from Cole Cabana. You would be right. I put my life on it. Um, now, I want to make clear the show does start out with the Carmine promo because I imagine a lot of MAW shows start out with the Carmine promo. <laughs> you would think. You would think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, Dan, that explains what uh, Sam just explained that. He, for some, uh, all Axel Rotten no showed the event, so we need to have a tournament. This time we're only doing four guys. Again, we don't want to get too bogged down in it, but we went through how mad we were that Carmine has already said that he can do whatever he wants. So it seems like he could make Punk the champion again if he wanted, but he doesn't want that. He wants a tournament. And man, he's got our disease. Just addicted to tournaments. <laughs> That's true. I don't know why we are, you know, shaming the man. We, we, we're the same. I should have had him on these shows. I don't think we could have in after we've discussed these shows. No. But man, what could have been, Dan? What could have been? He seems so nice. I would hate that. I would have lied. I'm a liar. I'd be like, oh, five stars. That was five stars, too. Brilliant, brilliant angle. Ask us, like, ask him next time we talk to him. Your longtime close personal friends. Yep. Um, who his least favorite promoter is. And we'll find a tournament from them. And we'll have him oh, on I like that. Then he could really rip into them. Now this has this has nothing to do with anything. Just thinking about people I don't like. I listened to a little of Carmine on a podcast, and he has a podcast or something. And he told a story which made me like for a second a man I despise, Ultimate Warrior. They were on some random indie show together. Warrior holds up the show until he gets thirty thousand more dollars. Incredible. They end up giving him like ten thousand more dollars or fifteen thousand more dollars. What does he do with it? He hands it out to all the boys. And I was like, oh, man, if you just forget every other thing about him, that's great. <laughs> if you just <laughs> disregarding his entire life and what he's done oh. with all of his other money. Fantastic. Love that. Great bit. And it, it's so funny because Carmine really good on the podcast I listened to for 15 minutes. Terrible on all the promos and these shows. I like a last episode. You're like, yeah, he has a good podcast, too. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's all right. To, to, to today's description was this episode's description. He has a podcast or something. It's re, he's re, shifting genres completely. You're not even the, sure if he did a podcast. The man has spoken and it's been recorded. I'm going to say he's that. doing a radio show that someone's <laughs> just holding up a tape recorder to. Well, now I'm thinking someone's going to listen to 15 minutes of any of these episodes and completely judge. Me on uh, me as a person on that, I don't like that. I think it's great. That's all you need. <laughs> well, we're gonna hop so we into the first. Did match you watch here. the Rumble? I know you tried not to. I missed. So I missed it the first time around, but right before today's recording, I was like, I gotta get this battle royal in. Not to conf- be confused with a a Rumble. 
Because this is all folks in there at all the same time. We have a battle royal here. And the rules are there are no rules. Fans bring the weapons. Fans bring the weapons. And there's some interesting weapons here. What's crazy about this is it's fans bring the weapons, but this tournament was impromptu. So, like, there must have already been a fans bring the weapons match on the show, or the fans always bring the weapons. Because how could they have known to bring weapons for a, a rum, like a battle royal that was announced right before it's happened? Yeah. That I don't know. But there yeah. are multiple matches where weapons are had that look homemade. That mom made them. So, we're going to assume there was originally scheduled to be fans bring the weapon matches on this show. One of those weapons being deer horns on the end of a hockey stick. Which uh-huh. is a good weapon. No one does that shit anymore. We talked about it with Term of Death 3 banned my ass. The greatest tournament of all time. Greatest tournament of all time, according to science. No one does good weapons these days. It's all just... Legos, just gluing tacks to things, no ingenuity. But this, this is art. This is this is craft. (laughs) I respect it. Um, this no no this show did not have commentary, correct? I I didn't hear any. Incredible. At one point in a future match. I do believe there are commentators in this building unless they are just two fans that speak very loudly that are doing play-by-play for themselves, which is, it's independent wrestling, very much a possibility. Yeah, they're both just as likely. Um, I was at a, this is a vivid memory, a WWE house show that had to have been between 01, 03, because I remember Raven was there. Because this is the match where the gentleman in front of me, I asked him politely to please stop doing commentary over the entire show. There you Literally, go. he was Jim Ross. He was like, let me whip some into the rope, blah, 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 which is fine. It's great. I mean, I don't want to, I don't, everyone can have their whole fun, but every move, every match. Oh. And I was like, I don't know if this is rude. You can not, you cannot listen to me. You can do what you want. Is there any way you could do no commentary or quiet commentary? And he was like, Oh, brother, I just get excited. I was like, Okay. Why you got bully him, Dan? I don't know. I'm a jerk. Just let him live his life. <laughs> he's. I guarantee you, he's not as bad as some of the fans we're about to hear oh, later matches. It's guarantee it. Yeah. Right. They uh, this, Battle Royal this, does consist of. I think it's like eight dudes. Eight dudes, four of which were in the previous tournament. The only person, like, technically not a part of the tournament field in any capacity is Adam Pierce. This Battle Royale does have Colt Cabana, Dino, Bambino, Adrian Serrano, Skull Crusher. They're all there. All the stars, as Norm yeah. McDonald would say. Now, this is how good. I, how soon in the match did you realize Colt Cabana was there? I didn't even know he was there. Until it's down to like four guys, I I got fast. I got okay. Real maybe that's fast. me. I didn't I didn't notice he was there. I was like, oh, Coca Bana's in this match. Um, Even at like two forty p. Weird face. For the, yeah, consists for this. Battle royals are bad. Indie battles royal royals are worse. 
battle royals where they stand around not hitting each other with weapons. Amazing. True. They all have weapons. They all have weapons, and there was so much staring at each other. Uh, I felt like I was like, no, you hit him with that. That's how this works. <laughs> like, I felt like the just bleed guy. I was like, something should happen. You guys should be fighting. They didn't get it. They didn't get no. it. Nothing is stuck about stuck, uh, stood out for me about this match. There's one wrestler that I, for the life of me, can't figure out what his name was. But he's wearing a college shirt. And he gets the worst of this match on multiple occasions. I'm going to call him Fancy Pants McGee. Okay. He gets his foot tied, one foot tied up in the top ropes. And then it looks like he's really trapped in there. He's, you're going to have to really help him out here. And I was like, man, this poor guy just trying to get thrown over the top rope. And he's now fucking stuck here. Looking all sorts of stupid. Then he just sort of falls and lands right onto the deer horns. The biggest kind of ooh, ah, from the crowd in the entire match. Like, yo, that sucks. And then lastly, Skull Crusher absolutely annihilates him to eliminate him and Skull Crusher himself. I was like, this poor guy is just getting his ass beat in there. And he's going to, I can't even make it out his name. I can hear his name over everyone else's name by the announcer calling out people getting eliminated. Fancy Pants McGee. Announcer didn't give him the time of day. Um, That's more than sticks out to me. I remember, I think a fan tosses Mitch a volleyball. Hell yeah. And he throws it at someone's head. <laughs> And someone listened to a boombox. I hated this. This was terrible. Damn. You could have just, just. Did you like it? You thought this was fun? I thought this was all right. Oh, I hated every second of this. I was like, just put me and Mitch Page in the tournament. I mean, fair. They should have just done that from the get go. I did like it. Was it was a fun way to put over uh, Mitch that he got down to the final. I think it was final three. Cabana, Mitch, and somebody else. Was it Dino? Who was it? I don't even remember. But they attacked me and Mitch Page, you know, ganging up on him, and then they both ran towards him. He just backdropped him over the road, top rope. It's a good piece. Which you would think would happen more in battle royals, but the the trope in battle royals is that they team up and eliminate the big guy. So, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to the real meat of this. So, unlike the previous tournament that we went through for MAW, this whole show is not the tournament. This is just a few matches. First matchup is Corp Robinson versus Mitch Page. Dan, what'd you think? Right off the bat, furious. Okay. You obviously have to go see him punk Ian Rotten first. This is not fair to me, Mitch Page. One match ago, he was in a battle royal. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Corp Robinson's forehead looks grosser than usual. I wrote that down. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Um, they just beat each other up. Uh, Mitch like killed him with by suplexing him on the two chairs. Uh, it was just really, it was really short, and it ends with a CM Punk run in. Um, I guess he wants to face Mitch Page and not Corporal Robinson, or maybe he now has beef with Corporal Robinson. wasn't quite clear, but I thought it was fun for what it was. What about you? Yeah, I think we're in the same boat here. 
just a fun little, little fight. Not not much to it, I don't think. Sort of what you expect. Just kind of two old school deathmatch sword dudes punching each other, bleeding a bit. Not doing a, cr- a ton of crazy stuff, but one or two moments to really go, ooh, okay. And yeah, I don't got anything else I want to add here. Finish is fucking weird with Punk doing a tombstone on Corp and covering Mitch, um, or rather covering Corp with Mitch Page. I don't quite get that, um, but that's just me. I'm not I'm not a booker. You're not Carmine. I'm not Carmine. I'm not the brain. You ready to move on to the next match? Yeah. We get a redo here. It's CM Punk versus Ian Ryan. One more time. Dan, what are your thoughts? Oh, wait. We got it. Before we get there's into a lot, it. There's a lot. I say you're skipping a lot. I, I, sorry. I jumped it. I jumped the gun by a goddamn mile here. Uh, what are you covering first? CM Punk on the mic? How will you cover? Uh, okay. CM Punk? CM Punk comes out with Prezak, who's gotten a drastic haircut in three months. Um, Punk gets the mic, which is, you know, what he does before matches. And he sees some girls at ringside. I don't know if they were yelling at him. I assume they were. He is very mad and says some stuff. (laughs) If you got mad at what Chris Hamrick said at GCW, like I just brought up, you would hate this. He he calls them ring rats with uh, Newport stuck in their pants. Just stuff you'd expect. And then he says, okay. I believe he says the go to her under her dad's bed, which she knows where it is because she's been fucked by her dad. And then they use his gun to kill herself. Is that, does that sound about right? <laughs> that sounds about right, Dan. That guy's a future world champion. They, that guy did that. And then they're like, put him on TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a, for a future, like million dollar gate wrestler right here. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like not totally paying attention at first because it's like CM Punk on the mic. Like I've heard, of, I've heard a lot of that. So like it doesn't have a hundred percent of my attention. And then I'm like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> like I know you're a heel, but there's that. Like he did say something funny. He got out of the ring. And he said, uh, "You said if I came out here, you swing on me. Now you're ugly and a liar." I, uh, that's that's healing that I like. But maybe you like need, you, don't you don't say all the up. other stuff. Yeah, bring up the rape or the killing of themselves. No, I'd, I'd say you can not bring those up and be fine. Wrestling's fine without either of those things. But oh, then we have my. Ian Rotten. Oh, now we're in for something light after that heavy <laughs> stuff. Ian takes it a different direction. He's not here for a fun time. <laughs> He's here to explain why Axel Rotten truly, deep down at his core, dropped the MAW championship and what's not the show and that is because Axel Ron has a drug problem a bad drug problem that Ian will go on to talk about for about 10 whole minutes about the vices that Axel Ron possesses and while he's doing this Punk and Prezak are just mocking the shit out of it we, we does, do have he, a, does Ian say anything to Punk and Prezak? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does, does, does say a homophobic comment as okay. Punk and Prezak pretend to sleep in the ring. And Ian's just like, hey, 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 I'll bet you two do sleep with each other. It's just, there is a lot going on here. 
I promise you that. You really do need to watch this entire part of this show just to get a full grasp of what 2001 was like in independent professional wrestling. But, no. Ian's saying, also, just some classic wrestling stuff. Don't blame the promoter. Brame Axel for his drug problem. And really has given him the, the, the three-piece here of, hey, you, you're a fucker who has a drug problem and you'll always be a piece of shit. Um, and it doesn't seem like he has really given him a whole lot of sympathy, despite yeah, the very melancholy of ways there. giving this off. So making it more uncomfortable is since then, Axel Rotten has passed away. He never got the demons under control. Like, yeah. it's just... It's it's heavy, in my opinion. It's it's heavy stuff to get into before a, a pro wrestling match. Um, to wrap I, I it up, though, match is good. to wrap it up, he he bookends it. He starts with some homophobic comments, and then he says, "I think he calls Punk and Prezak a dick sucker and ass lick. I don't know which one he calls which." He says he's gonna kick their ass and gets in the ring. You know, that's actually a fun nickname for two people. <laughs> dick sucker and ass lick. That's yeah. You know what? I can live with that. Sure. Yeah. I'm not even sure that's homophobic at that point. If that was the worst thing said in the show, it'd be amazing. Um, but it's no. This is a lot. You gotta really it's digest so it, chew on it. It it'll make I, you feel I, some things that you don't want to feel. I took a break before watching <laughs> this like, match. No, nah, wrestling ain't gonna work right now. <laughs> no, it's like that wasn't fun, Ian. Like. Like, I can't imagine being in that show. Like, anyone, I mean, we all have, like, addiction touching someone we know. And it's like, why you got to talk about this for 10 minutes? And I'm, I'm just constantly, like, it's like, does Ian, he keeps describing them as demons. But he's also yeah. saying, you got to blame Axel 100% on everything. It's all his fault. It's all his fault. Um, Not addiction's fault. Never once is addiction's fault. No. It's all on Axel for... and. Not wrangling them. We have praised Ian Rotten a lot on the last episode. If it, if it's all demons, I mean, if it's all his fault, I'm sure that Ian Rotten on his Facebook page has has mentioned demons as his problem and the reason people aren't getting paid a lot. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> yeah. demons have taken the fall for for Ian quite a bit in the last you know 21 years. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, like, imagine we've taken a break now. Imagine yeah. we've. And now we're going to watch some fun pro wrestling. Now we're going to watch some fun pro wrestling. But having said that, I'm actually going to bring it back real quick because he's upset about his friend. He says, I'm going to kick your ass. And I already said that I love I love the meth lab battle arts. I'm going to kick your ass. Gets in there, grabs a headlock, throws some arm drags. That's how it should be. That's what you do when you want to kick someone's ass? He has a very specific definition of kick someone's ass. Okay. All right. Now, this is you're more of an expert on this than me. Those arm drags, what nationality were those? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know it's about body spacing, but I the, yeah. the, the quality's not good enough for me to figure it out. Tie? Is it tie? These are the tie yeah. arm drags. Oh my gosh. So do you have anything to say about the match? Um for <laughs> Fear the Turtles, man. Fear the uh, Turtles. You see. I'm usually behind Sam watching this stuff just in general so far. And I sped through the first tournament and then it broke my spirit. <laughs> and so he got ahead of me. And so he just <laughs> sends me a message that says, fear the turtles out of nowhere. 
And I thought you had seen this by definitely by now. I have no idea what it means. But now you honestly, I barely, barely. There is a chant of "Fear the Turtle" throughout the entirety of this match. Why? Why, Dan? This is a very good question that I still don't understand. I I watched it a second time. There's no turtle here. I was like, I'm missing something. There's got to be a reference. It's like there's a Chikara guy, Steve, the turtle, right? He's not involved. Wrestling fans are just bad. They're not good. They suck. Um, It's such a bad thing when one person just gets an idea in their head that, hey, this is funny and no one's going to shout me down because this crowd sucks butt. And I'm just going to shit. It's probably only like four dudes chanting it, but no one else is saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. My guess is two. At most. Yeah, I might have been generous. You're generous. You were generous. I mean, it was honestly more stamina than some of the wrestlers in the Battle Royal. Very true. They chanted it relentlessly. They were committed. I I think about it now, semi-regularly since I've watched these shows. But, back to the match, I don't think this is very good. This, no, we both picked this same matchup as our favorite match of the last show, and this was not good. I was like, man, where did the magic go? What happened, guys? What's going on here? It's pretty boring. There's not a lot of energy on this one. No, it's slow. Uh, CM Punk's punches look shittier than normal. Um, Ian Rotten must have been gassed just given that 10-minute promo. Because like I said, he came in like, I'm going to kick your ass. Did some headlocks, some arm drags, and then had like really not much else to do in the rest of the match. Couldn't come up with anything else. Uh, the finish... It's so crazy. Ian just rolls through a crossbody. I once again, it. two episodes in a row, where you're really being generous with countering always, moves, rolling through moves. I'm always saying what they wanted to happen and okay. not what's happening, you're, I guess. You're, you're an optimist. Like, I'm saying this is what they said to each other in the back. What really happens, what we see, <laughs> is a crossbody completely occur. And then... They both... They both kind of just roll... Over. So that Ian runs on top. And my favorite part, the favorite wrinkle, the real mental, like the mental skill of this professional wrestler, Ian Ryan, knees, thighs, completely on the ground, pressed against the mat, his feet on the ropes. And that's the leverage he needs (laughs) to win this match. And at this point in the tournament, you have CM Punk cheating to help Mitch Page win. Ian Rotten cheating to beat CM Punk. Carmine being Carmine. Like, I don't know. As a fan, who do I want to be champion? And the real question is, who does Carmine want to be champion? Yeah. it's not If it's CM Punk, he didn't do a good job helping him this time. <laughs> he just fucking gave up? Ian Rotten, former champion. Don't need to help him, though. Don't need help seeing Punk with that one. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, I don't have anything else to say on that match. Yeah, me neither. We're ready to get into the main event then. In hearts and minds everywhere, it's Mitch Page versus Ian Ryan in the finals. I do want to. This is a stupid thing that doesn't need mentioning, but Ian Rotten's theme song in this period of time is The Beautiful People. 
by Marilyn Manson, which is also, I believe, the SmackDown opening th- song. Yes, correct. Well, why? There's so many songs in the world. I don't know. SmackDown has bad taste. I just, it really bugged me, but go on. One thing I wanted to say out front about this match, there is clipping that I have no idea how much it removed. Could have been 10 seconds. Could have been five minutes. These workers are moving at lightning speed, though. So, truly impossible to tell. I thought this match kind of rocked, though, Dan. I got to be real with you. Oh, good. Okay. When he started with the clipping talk, I was like, I don't care. It was, I don't it was, care. It was great. There was I, the biggest flaw in this match, the crowd. There was more fear of the turtle crap. But yeah. this match comes out. Mitch is already covered in blood, head to toe. Uh, and they just do the hardest lockup. And it's, the, everything is stiff and hard. Ian fucking bleeds like so much. They just, and then like once he does, Mitch is like, okay, I got you, buddy, and just punches him in the cut over and over and over and over and over again. It it was amazing. Yeah, he absolutely understood. Hey, this is what the bleeding part means of this match. And we didn't really have any like real brawls across either this tournament or the previous MAW Heavyweight Championship tournament where it gets into this kind of level of violence and has sort of the additional weapon component that we were missing from the other other stuff it's a it's pretty much a death match at this point and the clipping occurs where we see them both on the outside and then it's clipped and all of a sudden mish page is ass over tea kettle into i don't know a barbed wire web of some sort where he simply cannot get out of it. And he's trying his damnedest to just stand up and not have his Achilles tendon ripped out. It's gruesome. And we're calling it clipping. I actually think they, like, it wasn't like, it couldn't be a purposeful clip. Like, they lost video. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, it's, not was... like, it's not like cut for time. Like, they clearly... Yeah, I don't something. think a decision was made here. Oh, guys, this is too bad for us. <laughs> we really can't be showing this. Faces look bad. But what else do you think about this? I think we're both kind of on the same page. This match rules. Yeah, um, I, this is a stupid weapon I like. I like a keyboard. Keyboard's I like a, a great one. Keyboard. I like it. It's a good, it's a good weapon. Um, I just like it. And my number one thought, because I'm a talking attorney guy is these guys definitely faced off in a better deathmatch tournament somewhere. Absolutely, 100%. We will have to, at some point down the line, review it. And hopefully there's no Turtles, no Carmine, and just more of this. I mean, I also think it might be a case of this might not be, you know, if you didn't watch this show before you watch this main event, it might not be as good as I'm, as we all both think. But it, it's really fun. And if you're into a bloody brawl between two bigger dudes, like this is what you want. Yeah, you have to really go through the rigmarole here of watching a lot of wrestling that isn't this match. That is, for the most part, not really that good. And you have to get both of those things to lead us up to, oh, this is actually really well done. Or a well done deathmatch bloody brawl. It comes out of left field in comparison to what we've been watching. That you're like, oh, this is stylistically 
completely different. These do not belong in the same tournament whatsoever. The finish, though, Dan, get, can you break down the finish? Because it's amazing. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. So was it really oh, good? I oh, really don't remember. It. Oh, my you, God. You're calling me out? I do not remember. I know Ian wins. I don't remember how he won. Oh, I'm forgetting. Um, no, the, it's not the finish. It's the move I wish was the finish. Which is very different. Uh, apologies for <laughs> getting that mixed up in my head. I was like, oh, this is the finish. No. This was it's... the first episode where I couldn't think of the word box truck. You were like, describe the finish. And I was like, I don't remember it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> now that you say I don't remember the finish somehow. I do remember Mitch Page lighting a piece of fabric, let's say, on his head covered in kerosene, gasoline, something, lighting his head on fire and then delivering a flaming headbutt to Ian Ryan. Now, there's a fairly famous gif on Twitter of that not going well for yes. Mitch Page. Yeah, yes. but it, it worked It worked well here. Yeah, I was like, man, is this, does this go right? Because I've seen it go wrong. Does this go, does this work? <laughs> it worked. It was 100% on the money. Should have won in the match. Should have been a new champion. But it wasn't. Ian Ryan does win. Neither one of us have any clue how it happened. <laughs> I didn't know I did until you asked me. I was like, oh, it's the, that's the uh, something. I I don't know. Well, there you go. There you go. Talking turning. There you go. Doing the research. Dan's out here last episode. <laughs> reaching out to fucking Carmine on Twitter. Listening can't, to his maybe podcast. Can't type up what move ended the match. What move ended the match? And like the notes I have are so stupid. Like if you would look at these notes and be like, you couldn't put down. I put down Ian wins seven time champion. Incredible. Incredible. That, like I had to make sure I put that in, but not how he won. I don't think it was built up to or met with no. much fanfare. No, and like I said, like I think that maybe underscores the fact that maybe this match wasn't as good as we think, Dang. and the show was rotten. You've really maybe <laughs> ampered things here. Because uh, it's like, what a great match! What we don't know how it ends. So how great was the match? Dan, give me five seconds. I've got to watch this finish right now. <laughs> okay. Now is this dead air, or should I be vamping? You can do whatever you want. I'm cutting this. Maybe. We'll see. I can't. Oh man, I thought this was the box truck all over again. I was like, what was the finish? It, it sounds awesome for what I'm saying. It's not. Honestly, no. It might be awesome. I'm watching it. Okay. You know what? It does. It does sort of work. Okay. Alright. So. Ian really hits a motherfucker of a head chair shot to Mitch's head and then hits just a gnarly looking double underhook DDT to wrap it up. It's not as cool or spectacular as, you know, a flaming headbutt. Yeah. But the way Mitch Page sort of flies around for this double underhook DDT looks sick as hell. I'm going to rewatch it now. You're going to rewatch it. And you're going to be like, hey, baby, it. you know what? I was bashed in this match, but actually it's 
five stars. Give it to me, Daddy. Five stars. All right. No, okay. Now, well, I you know. will say it sounds good. I don't remember it. That is a problem a lot of death matches have, where you, if you throw in a flaming headbutt spot and that's not the finish, what do you do? Where do you go? You can't do that. It's hard. It's I do hard, vaguely remember man. the chair shot. Once you say that, I was a, it was a gnarly chair shot. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Which is you? I know you were saying you shouldn't people in the hair hit people at the head with a chair, but if you're gonna do it, make yeah, it do good. it. Yeah. I mean, who cares? Yeah, like it's not good, but at this point, if you're you're out there doing it. I wouldn't recommend doing it. Period. The wrestling business. You might <laughs> you're gonna get CT one way or another. Just like commit to the bit, and really get it. That's what I always say. Talking turns is about you shouldn't be in wrestling. You should barely like wrestling. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. Absolutely. That's really what we're going for, folks. Dan, this was supposed to be a shorter episode, and it is. Okay. But we still got a couple things left. We gotta. Well, we uh, we're we're like coming in on the length of the tournament matches put together. Yes, yeah, it is, it's, I don't know how we did this. I don't know how we did this. We gotta talk about ma- what match of the tournament. I mean, that's pretty easy. Yeah, the it's, main it's Page versus Inrod. Now the worker is tougher for me. It's not tougher for me. Oh, you're just saying it's me and Mitch Page. It's me and Mitch Page. Yeah, I I think it's me and Mitch Page. But I do think Ian's better in the main event. But Ian Punk is terrible. You can't. It's very funny that the reason Ian gets to be work of the oh. tournament in the fir- first uh, show for you is. Yeah. This punk match is so good. And he's the best in it. And, and 100 it's- days later, <laughs> his match with Punk sings him. He doesn't get the coveted worker of the tourney. The coveted. Oh, man, I'm going to have to put this in my spreadsheet now. The, what our work of the tournament is. Uh, All right. Man. Now, we gave the last show, I gave a two and you gave a 2.5, right? Yes. I think, I don't know if this is boring, but I think I'm sticking with the two because I, I still can't recommend people watch it. Just watch the, just watch one Ian match from each of those shows. I'm going to go two. Okay. Because the fear of the turtle stuff, it's bad. It's bad. It's truly horrendous stuff. To the point where, like, I can only recommend watching the Mitch Page versus Ian Ron match. And I'd actively persuade you against watching most of the other parts of the show that include that chant. So, and if you, for some reason, after listening to this, listen to CM Punk or Ian Ron's promo, I don't know what's wrong with you. We gave the cliff notes. It doesn't (laughs) sound better when they say it. Let me tell you. Oh, it's so much worse. We're we can't be canceled here on talk attorneys for saying what punk and Ian Ron legends of our business said, but they can still be canceled. That's what my belief yeah. is. Um, so if you're going to, I guess, do it, but it's not good, and you might just be not wanting to watch wrestling after the Ian Rotten component there. Dan, I got nothing else here. We've we've done the business. We're through another tournament. Do you want to kind of let us? Do you want to say what our next tournament is? I would say, yeah. Do you want to announce it? I don't know the exact date. You might have it. I do. We're okay. going to be talking about the NWA World Heavyweight Title Tournament from November nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. 
you saw that and I don't know if you saw that on YouTube or if you're just like, hey, let's do this. What are your thoughts were there? I am a sick individual and I will just be on cage match under the tournament tabs. That's just clicking around. That's how you should do it. That's how this whole show comes together. That's where the magic's yeah. made, baby. And then I copied paste this date and this title over to YouTube and it was right there. And I was like, well, there we go. That's how that's how we make it. Yeah. Once I figured out that also cage match will occasionally have the official link to a YouTube page for a turn or a show. I was like, man, game's changed. Game has changed. Dan, there we go. One more show down. Do you have any plugs? Uh, no, the usual, uh, if you want to buy a house, come at me. If you want to donate to, uh, you know, any charity after listening to CM Punk and Iran, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, hold that against you. You probably should. I probably should. And listen to, we don't know wrestling. Uh, if you make a donation, you send it to us, we will give you a shout out on the show. Wow. We're really helping the cause here. Most because I don't know where you're going to donate at this point. I'm a little scared. Yeah. I said anything. I'm, I almost just said I'd match it, but I'm like, I'm not going to say that. I don't know who you're going to I don't know where you're going to put that money. You people are crazy. You're listening to this. And I'll also say, I may, we may give you a shout out if it's a good charity. (laughs) But if your donation is, according to probably Ian Ron, two drugs, um, probably not going to give you the shout out. Maybe, actually, who knows? Um, But there we go. That's, we don't know. uh, Sorry. No, that's like attorneys. Number 6.5, we'll say. Okay. Actually, is it seven? I completely forgot about New Japan Intercontinental Tile Tournament. So I have no idea what number we're on now. It's been wrecking me. Either way, we're going to have another episode. Be on the lookout for that.